Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Get ready. Another powerful rain and windstorm is set to pummel parts of California today and into tomorrow. KQED's Laura Cliven says more. The Weather Service said Northern California should expect widespread flooding, washed-out road, power outages, and the likely loss of human life from the storm. The rain and heavy wind is anticipated to reach as far south as Los Angeles. UCLA climate scientist Daniel Swain. Winds will be quite strong, even at lower elevations, and so given how saturated the soils are, this is likely to produce pretty widespread, minor to moderate flooding. Swain says flooding is more likely in smaller creeks and rivers, but there's ample room in the state's largest reservoirs given years of drought. On that note, the storm could be beneficial. This is really going to help a lot with the short-term drought in Northern California, perhaps even erase short-term drought conditions, but it's going to take a lot more to completely obviate the longer-term multi-year drought impacts. This whiplash between severe drought and rapid rainfall is a marker of climate change affecting California. Forecasters are looking ahead to potentially two more storms that could impact the state within the week. For the California Report, I'm Laura Clivens. Meanwhile, in San Francisco, small business owners are still dealing with damages from the last big storm. Now they have to prepare for more rain and wind. My California Report co-host Monty Bolaños went to the lowest point in San Francisco, that's vulnerable to flooding, to see what preparations look like. A group of men who work for the Hildebrand Furniture Company are putting together wood panels outside the warehouse in preparation for today's storm. Clado Gonzalez owns the warehouse at the corner of 17th and Folsom, which is barely above sea level. We always take the blunt. We are the V, we are the bottom of the V of here in San Francisco, from Castro to the to down here, and from Potrero down to Folsom. We are the very bottom. That means when it rains, lots of water ends up here, flooding homes and businesses. So this time, Gonzalez says he's asked his workers to build 24-inch high wood panels to help block the water from seeping in through the garage door. The height that's there would have been three sandbags high, three to four sandbags high, which for one door, you would need 40 to 50 sandbags. And they're supplying right now five. That's what the city says. Come on down, we'll give you five sandbags. As we talk, city workers arrive to build a barrier on the opposite side of the street. Gonzalez says in the past, the city has been pretty responsive following bad floods in the area. But just down the street on 15th and Folsom, Ryan Moore, whose window supply shop was inundated with 13 inches of water over the weekend, says he never hears from the city, despite being just two blocks away. It doesn't make me happy 
you know, I I wish that when they're bringing these barricades in, they would look down the street and talk to the rest of us. Moore says they're reusing old sandbags from previous years, but only time will tell if it's enough to keep the water out of his shop. One block over, Willem Racke, who owns a design studio, says his place flooded in last week's storm and ruined a bunch of his supplies. We just spent the last day and a half cleaning up, putting sandbags in front here, um, and we're actually also going out and getting some wood. Like more, Racke says he wishes the city would do more to address the flooding. It'd be nice if the city got their act together and sort of fixed this, because every time there's a major rain, it floods down here. So it's not, you know, it's not a new problem. For now, these business owners hope their efforts are enough to prevent any more damage to their businesses. Saul? Thanks, Monty. That's the California Report's Monty Bolaños in San Francisco. Recent storms have already brought minor flooding to the small Mendocino County town of Hopland, located along the Russian River. But the flooding is just one threat county officials are keeping a close eye on. Travis Kilmer is with Mendocino County's Office of Emergency Services. He's worried about the forecast for strong winds of up to 60 miles an hour. My biggest concern is that now that we've got the ground totally saturated from last week, you know, we might see trees, more trees coming down, getting uprooted, taking out power lines. Down trees can cause widespread power outages and block roads. And Kilmer says that's a problem for a place as big as Mendocino County. It measures almost 4,000 square miles, but relies heavily on just volunteer firefighters. While much of the focus of this storm has been on the Bay Area, the rest of the state will also be affected by today's storm. Forecasters expect several inches of rain to fall across Southern California, with parts of Los Angeles and Ventura counties under a flood watch beginning tonight. Areas of Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties have issued a flood watch for tomorrow. The National Weather Service says a flood watch is in effect for much of the Central Valley, with the heaviest rain expected late tonight into the early morning hours. And in Sacramento, Sacramento County, there are growing concerns about two breaks in the levee during the storm over New Year's weekend. According to television station CBS 13 in Sacramento, the breaks occurred on private land, and no government agency is taking the lead in trying to repair the breaches. Multiple people have been rescued in the area, and one person has died in flooding. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. 
A state report reveals major racial disparities in policing in California in 2021. KQED's Alex Hall has more about that. The report comes from the state's Racial and Identity Profiling Advisory Board that includes data from over 3 million police stops by officers from 58 California law enforcement agencies. According to the data, black drivers and pedestrians were searched and subjected to use of force at more than twice the rate of white drivers and pedestrians, despite police stopping more white individuals. The board also found that black 15 to 17 year olds were searched at nearly six times the rate of their white peers. Among the board's recommendations, additional safeguards for young people interacting with police and an end to pretext stops based on minor traffic violations. For the California Report, I'm Alex Hall. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. The California Healthcare Foundation, listening to Black Californians. A new study on how the healthcare system undermines their pursuit of good health. On the web at chcf.org backslash lbca. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better. On the web at SchmidtFutures.com. And that is the California Report for Wednesday, January 4th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and stay safe in all the wet weather today. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.